All hail the American night. Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Shuffling notes is about to begin. And I am your co-host, Razi. And I'm your co-host, Prankit. And we are gathered today to discuss an artist, a legend, a god of rock, Jim Morrison, and an album called An American Prayer, which is the birth, life, and death of Jim Morrison. And the music is given by The Doors. The recording was done, obviously, before Jim Morrison's demise. That was in 1971. The recording was done in 1969, 1970. And that's how then the doors, the remaining members, they regrouped, they uh, got together. They were just like, we, we have to do this for Jim Morrison. And they just created something, something more of a biography or an autobiography. Uh, well, let's say autobiography in the form of music and it's it's enchanting it's it's uh, hypnotizing it's a lot more than just words and lyrics and music and it's more about what he saw what he wanted us to see he what what he how the band worked together to create the kind of music that we hear and love today I think this was the first introduction for you to this. I, you've heard this before, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, you know. I mean, we should probably like preface by saying that you're like a much bigger Jim Morrison fan. Uh, yeah. You know, I have heard, yeah, I've heard, you know, Dora's songs here and there. And, you know, I'm familiar with them a little bit, uh, mostly because of you. <laughs> and I think this you're album welcome. really is the first time I've actually sat down and listened to a whole album. Right. Um, that has Jim Morrison in it because I've heard and even in this album as you know when we'll go through the track list um, there, w- there were songs that I had heard before and and I didn't even know that this was done after his death mm-hmm. um, and that, so that was interesting uh, but yeah I think y- you'll have a lot more insight in this one <laughs> um, rather than rather than diving into the history I mean there is obviously um, a story behind each of the track that we will go, we, we will be going through. And I think rather than diving into the history, it's more about what we will be seeing in what was spoken at the time. And um, it was actually the recording of the uh, this set of uh, poems um, by Jim Morrison was recorded on his birthday um when he just came into studio i think with producer john haney and they just came into studio they started recording and um john haney was like uh, it's your birthday what, what what do you want to do and he just said i just want to record poetry i just want to recite my words and and he didn't want music he didn't want um he just wanted his his voice to be heard other than a rock star that he had caught on like 
through his previous those journeys and songs and you know uh, chart hits and what not and yeah so yeah uh, i think uh, i can i can go like really deep and talk about jim morrison and i'm life, i'm curious huh? i don't yeah i don't know if you if if you have the answer uh-huh. to this but was the poetry that he recorded you know in 69 70 were they ever released at that time just as poetry or was that just on recording until this album came out if that makes sense so do you know about that as as i briefly read um john haney the producer or i think the sound engineer was someone who was yeah who used to work many a times with electra records and was a, a part of the doors since waiting for the sun i think mm-hmm. so he was there and he uh, it was his idea to get jim's words together and jim kind of knew that or so does he say in his uh, in an article that i was reading that he knew that jim knew that he was trying to do something with you know uh, jim's words and that he wanted to yeah. do something different other than what doors used to do and jim was happy to help him so out so at the yeah. time when yeah so at the time when this was when it was recorded especially jim's part he 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 sort of knew that something's going to come out of it um but it wasn't clear what exactly it would it, the intention wasn't to just release his spoken words as it is there was always some sort of intention to do something with that i suppose i think so i mean we're probably speculating now more than yeah um <laughs> yeah i mean i don't think i don't know if there was like a final goal with this this these tapes yeah but um i think i think it was something that uh, you know this john haney was trying to compile something together where because he saw jim morrison yeah. and they shared like this as he said a um unspoken uh conversations that they had and these smiles they shared and he just kind of understood the the not a star star that jim morrison was if i'm making sense right so <laughs> but i'm trying <laughs> I'm just too excited. <laughs> yeah. Um so let's just go into Jim's life and see I wish you know at this point I would write rather uh conjoin my f- fandoms and uh, say I wish I was Clara Oswald the impossible souffle girl and just <laughs> you know go in that uh, timeline and like be there at every stage and just kind of witness it all <laughs> i don't cuz yeah. every every incident nice doctor who reference yeah. <laughs> every incident yeah. has yeah you know uh, it's in that analogy the doctor would be jim jim morrison and you would be clara oswald no nah, i'm happy with that <laughs> jump into his timeline <laughs> i mean i'm sure uh, bbc would love to have that <laughs> so um yeah so we begin with jim's birth and um, and he is he's in in his own words in his own voice he's inviting people together to start a ceremony which 
here over here in this album is his life and you know his his um i don't know just his existence just his first existence in the world and you know inviting to the ceremony of birth life death all together i don't know and yeah, yeah. i don't uh, do you recall anything from this very short awake i mean i i when i heard it i instantly recognized it because i i had definitely heard i think you know for me like awake and then i think the songs that come after mm-hmm. it like ghost song and and dawn's highway sort of plays together as like a you know singular mm-hmm. song and newborn awakening um but i had definitely heard this chunk of these songs together mm-hmm. i just didn't know they were separate songs and i didn't know you know yeah. they're from this album so i recognized it instantly and yeah very interesting way to start you know the song it sort of starts with like this live recording sort of yeah it's you know it's it really awesome. gives it the feeling that he's alive you know <laughs> uh so uh, i mean the band members when they came into uh making the music for this uh so the band broke up mm-hmm. after two albums uh post jim morrison's death and of uh, his i don't know i'm a fan his deaths i would say i, I don't know maybe as as the band members themselves say maybe he's in africa and you never know maybe in the malayas you never know <laughs> yeah yeah so some sort of conspiracy theory still going on i mean that's welcome to the club 27 <laughs> <laughs> uh it's just uh, so there are parts of the parts of the album where which are taken from live performances and most mm-hmm. of it is from this 69 70 recording but uh some parts are taken from different live live performances where he's reciting you know different words and they've just brought it all together in a very melodious um as well as eye opening way you know like i think this album kind of very clearly and very in layman language kind of shows what Jim Morrison was aiming to show since he thought mm-hmm. or since he had the idea that you know um that they are to be the doors of perception right mm-hmm. and you know the doors of perception once the doors of perception are cleansed man will see as things are infinite that's that's the quote uh, by William Blake that Morrison took and that's how the band started of course we'll be going through that journey well we'll be going through that forward journey backwards <laughs> but i guess yeah. it'll be interesting yeah i was just going to say i mean it does feel like and you know this the first few songs together i'm just going to talk about them it's like it, it does feel that's jim morrison at his like you know most like raw because he's it's it's just poetry mm-hmm. and he's speaking it it's it's just even though the way the album is done it was after his death and you know the music and everything it still feels this is probably one of the more raw jim morrison you're hearing here it's just him talking probably uh, 90% of the time and also because what's what really stands out is because it's really poetry as opposed to 
a song like you could make the argument they're very similar but because it's poetry um the lyrics are much more sort of like visual in a sense of like a storytelling you know aspect so it it and he describes certain scenes mm-hmm. you know like as we get into ghost song and don't tell when he describes things he's very detailed so it's, it's it feels very different from like a typical song right. or a typical Dora song right. yeah even right. um you know it has this sort of very eerie feeling to it as well and i want to say almost like you know how like some occult textbooks they're supposed to have hidden meaning behind a meaning it's all sort of in symbols and analogies and what's written on the surface is not what it's like it's it's almost like you know when you look at occult occult books it said like the authors take their secrets to the grave um you can't decode everything and some of his writing in in these songs feels a little bit it reminds me of that type of text you know it feels like jim is revealing certain aspects but there's certain secrets only he will know which are still buried there in the lyrics but it's just like they're almost there. impossible to decode. They're definitely there. <laughs> but yeah. um yeah. I, I mean you can But it's very per- it's in his own yeah. way. He hasn't made an effort so everyone is going to understand it. He's just put it out there, you know like uh, it's he's, he's been very clear with what he saw and uh, you yeah, know that's yeah. that's what you take away. It, he's very clear, very there's like a vivid yeah. imagery in his head um where he's Very, just yeah, defining yeah. everything in both metaphorical as well as factual ways right exactly so it's it's you have the surface which is him describing his scenes but then he puts these more abstract lines here yeah. and there which you you know you you have to kind of really think like what you know you you can sort of you know break your brain trying to figure out what he's saying yeah. um but it's just it's it's one of those things where it still draws you in um true so yeah after a week we've got ghostship which is just Ghost a crowd the young child uh, fragile it's like an introduction man. of i don't know ghost song but in in a kiddish or you know a kid jim morrison way as as a child how jim morrison would have seen things and it's it's about you know life happening evolving uh, realizations and um, revolution <laughs> and which then follows through to dawn's highway where it's i think i think that bits an interview it's not it wasn't done in the oh, recording itself yeah i see yeah that's quite cool so that bits yeah. an interview uh, because that i think that interview is available as well i'll send you a link for it but that 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 interview is just you know you kind of see it in him that it was the first time when when it was probably one of the first makings of jim morrison as we know him today you know like um the first time as in his words he he tasted death <laughs> and well tasted fear because he wasn't fearful of death so jim morrison yeah. becoming jim morrison <laughs> yeah i mean he didn't taste death he tasted fear but it eventually as we go down he kind of grows out of that fear into well the poet the artist um yeah so that follows newborn awakening 
which also describes kind of uh, some incidents of new haven where there were some incidents with the band's performance and uh, well jim morrison's mm-hmm. performance and mm-hmm. you know uh, i think i think that was the one or was that the miami incident there there's one where there's one live performance which is really very um i don't know i don't know what's not a negative word but outstanding i would say because outstanding in jim morrison's way because there's so many versions of yeah. it the band has different versions the people have different versions the media has different versions mm-hmm. but then again quoting morrison uh, who controls the media controls the mind <laughs> um yeah and i think it's just a newborn awakening is like a completing his birth birthing ritual and you know we see a rising shaman over here mm-hmm. like that's since there's an influence of um the native american community throughout since the beginning and we very heavily yeah, yeah very heavily I mean that was his first fear right like, I mean that's how he remembers it that so then we come on to to come of age can we resolve the get introduced to the military child he was time, the... and his school life and I don't know I think a description of something like a prom they night they gave out free records to the best couple yeah it is very much like a short story yeah. sort of element then isn't it to to come to come of age i think it feels it, like he's telling these short stories so yeah and his his short stories are something that we you can connect or we can connect to um in a i don't know visual way because it's that well described in his poetry rather than songs is what also the band as well as morrison wanted out of this album mm-hmm. um then we move on to black polished chrome the music and was new i think it's just polished chrome high school life and you know doing stuff as a yeah, i mean i black polished chrome and then um even the one after latino yeah. chrome i mean they they they're all just kind of feel like this descriptions of things you know like different different descriptions and it i mean i i guess what i'm saying is like this type of thing i feel like can only really work with someone like jim's voice and delivery yeah um the way he talks about all these things it really draws you in cuz like you know i don't know too much about him so for me it was you know i don't know what exactly he's talking about but it the way he delivers the line and the way he's speaking and the way it's all layered together i think it just draws me in as someone who is listening to it Ooh. yeah and walked to his car he saw the chooks had written f u c k on his windshield so yeah <laughs> um latino cra- latino chrome sorry um <laughs> is is also where the music changes to like you know something more mm-hmm. relaxed uh something mm-hmm. more european maybe i don't know do you do you remember specifically yeah. from i mean yeah, i 
I will not so for me, blame you. The, yeah. the songs, yeah, uh, for me to come of age, Black Polish Chrome, Latino right. Chrome, and I think the next two as well, they're all sort of like one big song. So it, I can't remember at what point which one ends and one begins because, sure. like, the way I listened to them was sort of to get they worked like a singular song. I mean, yeah, there are um, thir- about 30, 24, 25 songs um, yeah, in total. Yeah. So. Well, the ways that they're distributed as well, they if you're unless you're looking at what's p- currently playing, sometimes it's hard to tell when one ends and the other begins because yeah. they so seamlessly yeah. continue on. It's like a long one, long. They've, song. they've. I think they've purposely added that uh, there are songs where it ends with the um, what's that? What's the instrument called? The. I'm not sure. Uh, um, so yeah, so let's just move to the next track, which is Angels and Sailors, Rich, Rich Girls. Girls. Um, I, I, there's a there's a feeling of sea in the beginning of the song, and then you know, uh, I I was listening to some interviews um, by like I think the interview. It was a radio documentary, and uh, it's called "No One Here Gets Out Alive." So that's where they were discussing this specific mm-hmm. track as well. And the like, there are lines and or lines of imagery where which Morrison is describing as, I think, I think it's like jumped, jumped humped, humped born, born to suffer, to suffer made to undress, made in, the to undress in the wilderness that's that's basically lines on uh, some women being tortured that he saw and you know uh, people around him maybe his age were not doing the right things or i don't know i i won't say right or wrong in in when i'm talking about morrison there's no right or wrong it's it's like Something, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. It's poetry. <laughs> I mean, it's all subjective, and uh, it's. I think it just kind of covers, yeah, yeah. Teenage dreams, love, sex, life, death. Yeah, I was gonna. Do you know if it's there's there's a part in I think this is an angels and sailors um, that. I don't know. Is that a different singer singing a song? You know when he's like, "I will, I will never treat you mean, never, uh, never start no kind of scene. I'll tell you every place and person that I've been." There's like a part, you know, where they're singing, but I don't, I don't think that's Jim singing, right? That's someone else. No, I'm not. That, I wasn't sure if that's that like an existing that song Jim. that got layered in, yeah. or is that something specific that they recorded? Is that okay? I wasn't. I wasn't uh, sure. I, I I wasn't sure just by hearing no, if no, that no. part was. It's just. I think. Is it um, from another of song of his? Or? I think it's something. Yeah, I think he he had. I mean, he had. So they had like a recording of him singing of this. Diaries full of words, so he could have he could have written anything and yeah. just probably yeah. they just added that bit mm-hmm. to this. And uh, of course, angels and sailors then ends with yeah. You know, hitting puberty, I think, with where he talks about this, the, the Spanish, Spanish girl, girl begins, begins to, bleed. to bleed. She, she says, says her period, her period. It's Catholic heaven. It's Catholic heaven. You know, just kind of mm-hmm. an introduction to his life 
into a Christian family because he didn't have a problem with it. He uh, just kind of accepted it. It was that, you know, I was accidentally born here. <laughs> and that's why I wear a cross. <laughs> so that that was his... Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I'm not sure of the reason, so yeah, let's let's not go into the history again. <laughs> um, so then we've got stone out here. Immaculate. We are stoned. Immaculate. I don't know. It's a song about drugs and introduction to drugs, introduction to the other side of life, where where you know, because it could be. It possibly is like him still uh, reaching the age of reaching, um, you know, his adult age, and then maybe exploring things. I don't know. It's. I think. I think we need to also cover this again, doing line by line. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe if you feel like we can. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> could, yeah, could you could just do a I, I solo mean, video of you just reading There's more to just reading it, right? It's <laughs> you you if you really need to understand it, just you yeah. know fuck yeah. just throw yourself into it. <laughs> so yeah. So mm. Stone Immaculate then moves us to the movie will, will begin, begin in five, five moments. The mind voice, voice announced. announced. And uh, it's I, I yeah. if I'm guessing it right, it's a yeah. it's an excerpt from Cemetery Man, which is another like another piece he had written. And um, okay, I uh, it's it's actually a recollection of an actual movie theater that uh, the Ban, I think, was going into because uh, I remember Ray Manzarek talking about it and saying, like, what he says in poetic words is what we saw in life, and that I think that's that's kind of most of his poetry. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, to me, this song—it just—it's—it's it's very much like just like an acid trip, fueled, you know, like. And I really like some, of, you know, I—I <laughs> I think, you know, you might remember, but I, I think this excerpt is from this song. You know, you've seen your birth, your life, your death. Uh, you might recall all of the. You yeah, I just, you know, that rest. whole part, and then like, you know, wh- where are you going to the other side of morning? <laughs> Uh, but a lot of that writing—it just Please it really just feels like he's, he's, you know, on uh, this sort of. <laughs> Acid trip journey, or almost, you know, like, right. yeah, it, it, it's it's experiencing right. death in some way, or or life after death, in a way. Um, like, did you did you have a good world yeah. when you died? Enough to base a movie on? I thought. I mean, I wish I could. Yeah. I there's so many times I've I've wanted to say this to him, but I wish I can tell Jim, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, you mm-hmm. did. You very successfully yeah. did, and you've made your mark, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think uh, 
for the music in the movie or the music that was included um the stereo inclusion feels very mm-hmm. different from the rest of the is songs is this only like, in the remastered i think there's a part the track the version that's on a lot of the streaming services the remastered version which has some additional tracks i i'm wondering whether the original release had any stereo in it because mm-hmm. i don't think i think this was i because i you know it it'll be interesting to look into it but i think i'm assuming this was only introduced in the remaster which is this the one with the bonus tracks um that also has i think some longer tracks i'd be curious to know yeah cuz um so the recordings were like the voice recordings were done in uh, mm-hmm. mono so it was done in mono so that um john haney the i'm again i i don't remember if he was a producer yeah. or engineer who but uh he had the idea of doing it in mono cuz he wanted to play around mm-hmm. more with it you know have some room mm-hmm. to experiment so i guess we do hear his experiment yeah. as as stereo mm-hmm. over here <laughs> yeah so then we go on to curses invocations curses uh, invocations it's introduction of the poet i guess it's uh, it, you know going by jim morrison's life so far uh, this is where even even the movie and this like that's sort of him stepping into mm-hmm. um his shoes where he's you know working with rhymes working with words although jim morrison had always been kind of obsessed with words uh since he was a child like he used to write poetry about every new word he learned so that he could learn the word oh, better interesting yeah so uh, i mean so that i think that was his yeah. sister who said that um so yeah so i i mean the poet part of the, you see in this curses invocation there's uh he calls militant dandies my militant dandies so, you know you you so he's he's seeing the military life and dandies is basically someone who is being i think it means someone who's being forced to wear good mm-hmm. clothes so militant dandies is like a uh you know again saying uh repeating um words from the interview that i heard um his poetry is something wh- which covers a paragraph in probably four words or less or maybe five words and i guess militant dandies is one great example that i could pick up of course there's um uh, if we discuss when we discuss <laughs> this line by line we'll get we'll make a that. video on each separate track just discussing that line by line please do <laughs> i mean i would i would love to be a part of it <laughs> and uh, uh he's i think he's talking about an incident that occurred during oh yeah so it ends with that right uh so it ends with uh, something that i'll always be a word man I'll always word. Be oh yeah man. yeah so that's that's i don't know if it's part of this piece of poetry but 
uh, while the uh, band was recording or dubbing the music, um, there was a bird that flew in. And that bird just fluttered around the studio here and there, and then it flew out the window. I think it came through the door, flew out the window, something like that. And um, came through the door where the just... doors were recording. So, <laughs> so uh, if if you know Jim Morrison and you knew Jim Morrison as closely as these three, you would definitely take it as a sign that okay, that could have been yeah. Morrison because you know birds have this significance of. uh carrying or you know carrying a message with them or something like that about or carrying a soul with them maybe so it was jim's soul which came in and they they really felt mm-hmm. blessed and yeah i i i really so, love yeah, that that's a cool little anecdote <laughs> i'm surprised like i i'm constantly surprised by how much you know about <laughs> all of this <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah uh, let's let's not go there let's go there in the next one <laughs> i'm going to repeat that till you agree 100% that you'll do the next one it's in the contract so we go on to american night <laughs> i'll i'll tell i'll tell alfred <laughs> to send one yeah <laughs> so we then go to american night uh i think the, so this is the short american night like i think it's just a few seconds uh and we see jim morrison um kind of stepping into jim morrison's mm-hmm. life you know and the reaching the peak of toes uh, because it adds the um uh background with crowd cheering like we want jim morrison and you know um it's like a and then this american night it ends with um three sounds and then jim is like what was that and then I, like, and then he himself says i don't know sounds yeah. like guns and what's that i think that's i think that's like a salute to um you know the the song we get into next which is yeah. well before you get into that i just wanted to say that like that. i like that you have so much yeah. to say about it cuz i just wrote one word for american night and it says tripping <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what i have in my notes american night tripping <laughs> yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. true true i have uh, i mean if you listen to a lot of songs it's just yeah tripping <laughs> i mean I, i love this album it feel does feel like you know just nasa trip um in the sense of the visuals he creates uh, he, and the sort of things I, he talks about um work it's cool yeah i think the the pieces he wrote were throughout time throughout years and um this while he was recording this um there was this there was another incident so it was quite regular for jim morrison to come into the studio and there was an mm-hmm. irish brand of whiskey that he really likes i don't know if it's it's still there or not you need to get one for me um so <laughs> so uh, jim morrison is just uh, he walks in with a bottle of it was his birthday so john haney gifted him this bottle of whiskey and he's just sitting there and so it's funny uh, john haney set up the studio where 
he set up a mic where he wants the sound to be mm-hmm. coming from which was fixed and he set up a dummy mic for Jim Morrison because he knew Jim Morrison eventually uh, ends up falling over <laughs> or you know just hanging well on to the mic or leaning Jim's uh, shenanigans <laughs> so yeah. he had prepared that and and he he really so uh, the dummy mic was supposed to you know be Jim's well uh, the the yeah. mouthpiece and uh, the other mic was recording from where he wanted the voice mm-hmm. to come from and um i think yeah and then a lot of friends started coming over because it was jim's birthday and then a lot of friends started coming over then jim is like let's take a break let's go get a taco then they went got a taco and uh, they came back and they started recording again and then he they recorded till well jim was on the floor <laughs> well yeah like i think there were about 7 to 10 yeah. people by then and he was just he wanted he was uh kind to be willing to share the bottle of whiskey but he, like everyone also knew that it's yeah. jim's bottle and he mm-hmm. doesn't really <laughs> so he's just saying yeah. it but he won't yeah kind of it's thing his drink like he he was like he's mm-hmm. he's taking nibs and he's like i'll give it to you <laughs> then mm-hmm. eventually you just see him kind of then he was just taken back and he po- continued his party somewhere else but yeah so that was in the studio um so going from american night we get back to roadhouse blues which is i think the well it's also i think named as one of the best um live performances of mm-hmm. all time i think at the time maybe yeah i don't know if there has been some better live performance or whatever but yeah that was some good yeah. like and i've heard this live version itself like, as well many times before um i think just on mm-hmm. you know streaming services and things uh, so i i instantly recognized yeah. it when it started playing i was like oh i've heard this one before um yeah yeah it's uh so they've put this particular one cuz so american night flows through this uh cuz american night gets the mm-hmm. background cheering like we want jim we want jim that sort of continues up, yeah. to this song and then we and then we hear the um narrator being like narrator the the guy who you know sets up the stage he's like uh, from los angeles california the doors and then you get mm-hmm. the doors and you know the the so uh, why the band wanted this version there cuz that's the reaction they always wanted from the fans like from the audience that's the kind of and along with that it was because uh, roadhouse blues had this um um like so there I, i don't know so there's this part where jim just kind of rants he just he's just into the music so much he's not saying words he's like chao 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 yeah. yeah he's just enjoying himself <laughs> and that that goes on i think for about a, for a minute or something and um, that's just well it's also crazy because you hear i mean i i haven't found a video on this please 
anyone who's watching this everyone who's watching this please please do comment uh, the link for the video source. for this version of roadhouse blues uh. i would love to see it and um, yeah it's just you know there uh, there's also the bit where uh, he goes like yeah pam come on <laughs> So he's just lost yeah. in the music. He's lost yeah. in that trance. And so the, the much. classic, and, you know, the all right, all right, all right, also makes like an appearance, appearance, uh, talking to the audience. <laughs> I know. mean, it's very much Jim Morrison. I think it's like the Doors at their best, almost. You know, like Jim Morrison just being Jim Morrison. The Doors at yeah, the peak, just yeah. Sort of in the moment, enjoying the music, and the audience enjoying the music. It's like. you know that's a live performance that you need to watch live you know if you're there in that crowd you're in this ceremony so to speak you're part of this uh, <laughs> energy or weird like you know it's it's its True. own thing it, you know that very much is what a live performance really should be you know um uh, i mean again please anyone who's watching I mean is this. there even a video <laughs> of it like you know was this even recorded at the time is so i'm just finding people discussing more and more yeah. about it they they just no one actually gets to the point and all these discussions uh, well including reddit is like i don't know yeah. one year three years or six years or so i don't think yeah. anyone's going to get mm-hmm. into it now but i am still on it i still keep finding it whenever i'm just like oh i have nothing to do let's find roadhouse to <laughs> life <laughs> yeah but uh, so again one last uh, bit is that uh, the band wanted to add this this live version because there's a flow of um music throughout the four mm-hmm. members like here um there are parts where uh, the 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 instruments are taking over and jim is yeah. following it and there are parts where jim is taking over and the instruments are following it by instruments i mean ray robbie and john and it's it's really crazy of how you know how wild they get yeah. with the music cuz you know they they're just on and on like they they're just playing and they're playing the same riff over and over again but it feels new all throughout the song and then it ends with a bang all yeah. right all right all right and mm-hmm. uh that that all right all right all right is actually where Matthew McConaughey gets his all right all right mm-hmm. from. I remember you mentioned this before as well to me that that's how it was inspired by jim's uh, See, performance it's it it will always come in use it's coming in <laughs> use now <laughs> so uh yeah so then we see the peak of the doors and we hear this this fan crying out that i know you yeah, sagittarius yeah. and you're like yeah baby i am sagittarius <laughs> the most philosophical <laughs> of all the signs the most philosophical <laughs> of all the signs so yeah so we then go on to world, world on, on fire. fire taxi from africa which is right. like a um 
you know morrison realizing his that he's becoming or what he was becoming at the time uh, a symbol of mm-hmm. sex or uh, you know he's just he's just people's entertainment but that's not i like the that's how um the that's how dark the poetry goes he's not just an entertainment he's more he's wanting to be a guide from so much negative at the time i think it was the vietnam war in the 70s yeah I, yeah i think so do you remember do you... i mean i'm not very well versed but i one thing yeah. i did notice is that this track uh when i was looking it up online i don't think this track the world on fire was listed in the original album release but it's listed in the this sort of remastered bonus track version bonus track. so it does make me wonder whether this track was completely missing or did they just add i don't know this part at the beginning of the next song or something um but yeah i i did notice that it was yeah. missing from the song list yeah true it could be it could be like a yeah it could kind of go into lament which yeah. is next song I mean, lament for my car just uh, sore and crucified jim being you know kind of sarcastic mm-hmm. like you know this is yeah, that yeah. that's what you want right because i think that's the new haven incident where he just went or went yeah. all out he's like what do you want from me i'm here to give you music mm-hmm. what do you want and everyone you know just start saying different things well, wh- one thing i noticed in terms of the music in lament is yeah i really like that there's like this um like a slide guitar tune going on and it really reminds me of some of like the pink floyd mm-hmm. music as well you know especially the with the slide guitar tunes um, and it was very reminiscent of that in lament monsters of skin each color connects to create the boat which rocks the race i can i mean i can't put my finger on it you need, you need well, to send me that when you hear when you hear it now uh you know just hear the you you uh, you'll notice it I, i'll just now that i, I mean i will <laughs> i will yeah this because it goes throughout yeah, that song just, there's like uh, a slide guitar that's like um playing yeah uh, yeah besides that i think um besides his realizations in sarcasm and that he's you know he's still shaking people up <laughs> he's it's the birth of you know james mm-hmm. douglas morrison i think right of of a poet of sex and death and other such stuff <laughs> and uh, well my lizard king mm-hmm. in leather pants <laughs> yeah i've i've actually written down just few words uh, a prophet if not a saint <laughs> yeah so uh, lament ends with one uh, sentence which is the one verse i would say uh, i pressed her thigh and death smiled which is like a you know uh, i um, it's through the interviews that i decipher this um it's like life begins with sex and ends at death so it's like 
I pressed yeah. her thigh and that smile is just like a you know just kind of it's an interesting way to bring Morrison it full circle it. like the way he views death is like exactly birth like in the sense of you know yeah. relating it back very primal in a way I mean his birth was also his birth is also like um <laughs> um what do we say that um he's he used a line yeah there's a quote by him for his birth which says i i don't remember when i was born must have been one one of my blackouts <laughs> it's like okay yeah yeah so we then go on to the hitchhiker the hitchhiker which is a, by the so side of hitchhiker the hitchhiker is a portion from highway which uh, highway and american pastoral was a movie that jim yeah. was i think he didn't make it i think he, i've seen it it's it's about an hour long i don't know uh, well yeah so anyway uh, so it's from that uh, where he's calling someone he's like yeah so conf- i really like that riders on the storm just... and then that sort of confession being laid in it just works so well it's so uh, this also has another story branching mm-hmm. out of it where it's um robbie robbie krieger the guitarist he he really uh, strongly felt that riders of the storm riders on the storm sorry <laughs> <laughs> riders on the storm was uh one of their best um music pieces uh not in his words not one of the best songs but one of the best music mm-hmm. pieces and that would have taken the band to maybe ne- a new direction that they could have kind of explored but yeah and they just i think it's just added in their just for that reason i think so cuz you know cuz it's just that confession yeah. but it's playing yeah. with the riders on storm yeah, it theme. works really well so yeah it's yeah. exactly so <laughs> i mean i'll give a two <laughs> thumbs up <laughs> so we then have an american prayer Do you know the warm progress under a, the stars? Do you know we exist? It's just it's it's a collective of what Morrison wanted his fellow countrymen to see, feel, maybe, I don't know. What yeah. do, you, do you do you remember it, American Prayer? Yeah, so I mean it, to me it kind of felt about sort of like like media coverage of war and you know like our perception right. of what's happening on the front lines tied in with political agendas and you know i think it's it's very layered but it i i think definitely feels very right. much based around war and the perception of war or the media coverage of how it's shown or what elements are picked and what are not picked um or depicted yeah i guess his you know, i guess his poetry was uh obviously inspired from the military kid's mm-hmm. life and his yeah and because his father was yeah. in the army and 
they was they were moving around all the time changing mm-hmm. schools and i think ucla is what finally changed his life's direction <laughs> he i mean i think that's when he started embracing his mm-hmm. poet i don't know i could be wrong he could have started like long time back and i don't know i'm just thinking <laughs> of <Yeah>. jim morrison <laughs> So then we've got Avo for magic. Resident mockery, and give us an hour for magic. I think that's just a purple way glow. of Jim being, you know, uh, he starts like resident mockery, give us an hour for magic, give us the purple glove. So that's I think it's talking about um his stardom his his stardom that he's getting right now the fame he's getting but he doesn't want it he wants he wants to be heard he wants to be uh seen as a poet and than a rock star that he was becoming and yeah that i, I mean that's yeah. the reason he went to paris yeah the music the guitar riff sort of sounded similar yeah. to you know the song the end Uh, and it reminded me of of, of mm-hmm. the end uh, quite a bit i think yeah it does does i think that's the magic <laughs> <laughs> the end is the magic and then yeah then we move to freedom exists and did you know freedom exists in the school books and that's did you know freedom exists the most in the school book did you know line for even today's education system i would say uh, i don't know in in the parts of the world that i know of the education system that is mm-hmm. and um, yeah it's just uh, he's just discussing his chains as a god of rock even though he's a god of rock he's got chains like it's i don't know it's not uh, it's yeah, paradoxical yeah. but that's what it is you know he he just can't get free of those you know those expectations of like him like he feel even he though he has break out. this big status and he's this big symbol and he's you know he's got all this fame and and fortune he still feels very still right. tied down by uh mm-hmm. you know like there's always that relatable aspect of you know we we think celebrities sometimes people think you know celebrities have very happy lives or they're very satisfied but i think some things are universal mm-hmm. like the human struggle is very universal to everyone yeah Yeah, true. Uh, it really and freedom exists also kind of captures you uh, back into the words like tracks. How the tracks have gone, uh, I, we didn't follow that. But um, there are tracks where you get lost yeah. in the words. There are tracks you get yeah. lost in the music, and you know you back just and kind forth. Of, yeah. yeah and this is where you come back to yeah. his words and uh, that's how it starts and then you just get to know more about Jim Morrison 
Um, so we then go to a feast of friends. Prefer a feast of friends to the giant I think, family. I think that's that's <laughs> that's uh-huh. a feast of friends. Yeah, I mean, I even I have the I have a you know I just wrote down this parrot which is that death makes angels angels of us death all makes and gives angels us of us all and um, gives us where we have shoulders smooth as raven's clothes and I think that's clothes, yeah it's, it's again one of those things where you just get lost in his delivery and the way he says it you know okay. it, it's it's very it draws you okay. in and really it's that's I think a lot of these songs wouldn't work with someone else saying it, it really you know his voice and his delivery the way he does it it just really draws you into it have you noticed even his breath is very clear in the yeah, yeah. tracks right every breath he's taking you can hear it and you can hear him going yeah. out of breath it's very raw it, it's not like because usually with songs True. you know when when the singers are singing and, and at times when they do take a deep breath um, you know that's turned down so you don't hear it so the track sounds very smooth and effortless from the singer's part I think I think we should yeah, I think we should save this bit for the yeah, sure, conclusion sure. of that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we've got Feast of Friends, which is like a a rebel trying to say why there shouldn't be like a negative hierarchy, why should why or questioning why there is war taking place instead of peace and well music <laughs> and th- i think that's what that's also about how he wants the community that he is now a part of the or how people put it mm-hmm. hippie community i don't know why though but um yeah but anyway so that that community was uh, is being mentioned here and that they could bring in more, um, you know, peace, more a change in the affairs of, well, at least America at the time. And I, I don't know. It's just we need to go line <laughs> by line <laughs> to dissect it. I'll yeah. just say it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we'll skip all of his feast of friends and then just go to Babylon fading. Then we hear a whistle like a bosun's pipe. Or what America was had promised its citizens of and what it was it was actually giving to them. Um, Yeah, just I mean I wasn't part of it obviously and I wasn't part of the time but it's just i mean you hear sounds of war also coming in cuz that's he's trying to bring in art or or um, you know uh, words into it and the obviously the dubbing has brought in some helicopter sounds and some war sounds that's in random yeah. and i mean it ties back into you know, know like, like the title of the album being an american prayer um, so it sort of just ties uh-huh. but I think these are I think True. the so I looked at the original track listing and that ends at um, 
an American prayer. And so I think even, I'm not sure if a Feast of Friends and Freedom Exists and the Hours of Magic, if they were part of an American prayer originally, or again, were they missing from the original release? And then now Babylon uh, fading and... But yeah, Fading, these yeah. weren't included as well, I think, in the original track list. So I was curious, but I think, you know, on the streaming, they only had the bonus track version, um, which has all of these tracks. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I, um, now that you're saying that these songs weren't there, I think I have come across, um, uh, I think on YouTube, there was a playlist, an old playlist or something where these songs mm -hmm. weren't there i think it yeah i think it was the time when uh streaming services weren't as uh, yeah i'm just looking at now. the track listing right now I just opened it so what i think it was originally the track number five was called an american prayer and it's listed at six minutes 52 mm -hmm. seconds um if we go to the remastered version mm -hmm. um an american prayer is only three minutes so i think our for magic freedom exists and a feast of friends were combined into an american prayer as one track and then you know Bab babylon True. fading bird of prey and ghost song the extended version these three last ones weren't there at all so babylon fading i think was not there mm -hmm. in the original release but hey guys if you know more then let us know in the comments <laughs> if you have the original version um the no, original release do. somewhere Maybe we should hunt down that vinyl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need to. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, then we've got... Bird of the Prey. And Bird of Prey. That's like a call-out to mm -hmm. freedom. Um, uh, I think... I think what... If you just go with the imagery that... Morrison is kind of well not kind of he's very well expressing um, he's just looking at uh, a bird flying free and he's just calling out to it like take me on your flight yeah right like it ends with yeah. that it just uh, it feels like he just saw a bird flying and he just wrote down some lines thinking about that bird that he's looking at sort of <laughs> Right. Yeah, exactly. And uh, he just wanted to go with it, maybe. I, I don't know. Just yeah. fly. Well, if you're, if you're, you know, yeah. it's one of those things where if you're going through a period of your life where you don't, you're feeling tied down or chained or however you want to say, I think the imagery of a bird mm -hmm. flying really represents freedom. You know, you feel that that bird is really free. It can go anywhere. Um, it's not tied to the ground. Yeah. Um, so I think there's a little bit of that going on. True. True. So we uh, come to the final track, which is the ghost song. And it's, I think it's just a celebration of life, of uh, future, a future that's being, uh, I, that's, that's my take from it, where when there's that silence and that you know, bonus just, like at the end one more sort thing. of like you think the track has ended and then oh that's 
that's one more a, thing. You know, that's a real bonus. No, I don't so understand I've when had, people I've had write, other you know, albums where I've seen that as like well. Uh, there's a good Charlotte album that has a bonus track in a similar way where the track just ends. And mm-hmm. the first time I heard that bonus track, and I'm sure for a lot of people with this track, it might have been the same experience where you think the album's ended and then you go around doing your stuff at home, you know, while your music player is still playing. Um, and then suddenly you start hearing and something and you're like, like wait, what one happened? One more thing. <laughs> You know, that really is, I think that's what originally is meant by a bonus track almost, that it's sort of hidden in there at the end. Yeah. And uh, I think we, yeah, let's let's, uh, take on Good Charlotte and see (laughs) where did that bonus track (laughs) idea come from. (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah, so so basically this ends with... um, uh, that line, right? Splitting headache from which the future mm-hmm. is made. <laughs> so that's, I think, what I could get out of it, or that's my perception of it, is that um, that's more like a, you know, you, you're making a future, or people are making a future, the officials, yeah. the admirals, uh, uh the world is making a future with uh, a headache, you know, a headache kind of um, sort of denoting pain and suffering. And and we we do also hear pain and suffering in a lot of the yeah. previous tracks. And, you know, that's, that's not how he supports it. Uh, you know, I have a splitting headache from which the future is made. So we don't need to have a headache to make a future. We can make a future without that. Because then we, okay, obviously we have the thank you, O Lord, for the white yeah. blind light. Thank you, O Lord, for the white so, blind yeah, light. And I think that, that mm-hmm. sums up very, very briefly in about, 43, 46 minutes, Jim Morrison's life as the remaining members um, wanted to Mm -hmm. describe it in his words, in his voice, in his way. (laughs) And uh, yeah, we can uh, we can get back to the point where you were. Yeah, I was just. Yeah, I think, well, just just summarizing, I guess, you know, one of the things is that, and we sort of mentioned this before is, um, you know, this, it, you know, it's, it feels ironic that this was released after his death, um, but it feels very raw, Jim Morrison, like at his, you know, least processed or whatever you could say, um, least sort of commercialized, um, you know, very sort of true to him. And it goes to what we were saying about the way the audio is. You can sort of hear his sort of breaths in between. It's not, you know, it's not like pop music where everything is uh, engineered to sound very effortless. Um, It's very Mm -hmm. raw in that sense. Um, But, you know, really it's not, you know, at the risk of oversimplifying it. I just, you know, this whole album to me, it's like, it's almost like a fever dream acid trip where there's a lot of, you know understanding you have to there's a lot of processing yeah. and things have hidden meanings and those hidden meanings have hidden meanings 
but really it's poetry and it's art and it's you know it's Jim Morrison <laughs> James yeah. Douglas Morrison <laughs> yeah I think that I I don't want to sum it up guys because <laughs> I don't know how yeah. to sum it up I mean there's still so much to talk about but I guess we'll get to that eventually We'll just have like a series of videos dedicated to Jim Morrison <laughs> and uh, some of his. Yeah, we should his... have a series of videos. Yeah. Is... <laughs> so that's um, as I've written: the poet, the legend, the rebel, the god of rock, Jim Morrison. <laughs> All synonymous, and I think that covers an American prayer. And that felt so good. (laughs) You've been waiting to get all of this out. You've been listening to this album for so long now, and just doors in general. You've been waiting to get all of this out. I just wanted to really talk this. Yes, I just really wanted to talk this out. It was, you know, uh, as I guess I'll bring up another quote (laughs) next time. (laughs) so thank you for tuning in and please let us know if you've got any hidden perceptions or hidden meanings that you know of about this album and yeah we will see you next week next time until then all hail the American night one more thing. Words dissemble, words be quick, words resemble walking sticks. Plant them, they will grow. Watch them waver so. Nice. Um, they kind of... So, well, not kind of. Uh, they... Let me start this again. While the band was dubbing the music... Um,